You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Shouldn't you be at work? When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. I'll have a low-fat pizza or something like that or a few biscuits and some milk on a Sunday. You can pair up if you like and you can fucking pick someone else to help you and you can bring your fucking dinner. Oh, a magnificent goal from Darren Huckabee! Now, you know him better than anybody probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin, Will He Score? It's Series 9. I'm Chris Gold. Joining me as always, Josh Whittacombe. Hello. And never mind Martin Clunes or Neil Morrissey. Here's the original man behaving badly. It's Michael Marden. Hello. How are you both? Good. Good. This is just a mini episode to say that we're going on a a brief mid-season break, but we will be back to finish the series at the end of November in time for Christmas. You will get your 12 episodes of the series uh, in time. But due to work commitments, we are just going to have a short mid-season break. However, I have found out why Mark Lamar was on Dean Holdsworth's oh, tactic. Here we go. Oh, here we yes. go. Yes. Yeah, so, Mark Lamar used to be with the same agent as me. So I asked them, I said, oh, um, I watched a, a documentary about Wimbledon in the early 90s and Mark Lamar was on Dean Holdsworth's tag do. Have you got any idea why this was? And he said that Mark Lamar was doing a documentary or a piece on Vinnie Jones right where he followed Vinnie Jones around and so as part of that a bit like when Louis Theroux ended up uh, caught up in uh, the um, the Hamilton's uh, arrest yeah (laughs) Mark Lamar ended up on Dean Holdsworth's stag do as part of a Maybe, I don't know, a, a VT for the word or something like that. I don't know what it would have been. If anyone knows what Mark Lamar was following Vinnie Jones around for, then please do get in touch. What do you make of that? Is that, is that slightly disappointing? No, I feel like he's propelled himself into the news agenda accidentally. The Hamilton analogy is great. He found himself in a major news story. Dean Holdsworth stagged to. That actually makes a lot of sense because he sat next to Vinnie Jones. He's literally yeah, man-marketing on Dean Holdsworth's Yeah, well, we it. were wondering why he was on the top table. <laughs> I mean, there is a point where you go, um, it is astonishing that two separate TV shows were covering Dean Holdsworth's stag do. What would you do if you went on a stag do and one of the stags goes, oh, 
It's just this Louis through. He's just following me around uh, for a documentary. But everyone just try and enjoy the stag. Are you going to go, what? No? It's weird, isn't it? It's the same thing. It's the same. I'm going to say, though, that, like, if you had a situation where anyone said, like, it's so, so not the done thing to bring a plus one to a stag do. Unless you're handcuffed to them. That's a joke. It's, it's the, unless it's the Wheelstone Raider, you're handcuffed yeah, to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, it's a mad situation, right, where Vinnie Jones has such sway in the Wimbledon dressing room that he's gone, even though it's your stag do... I'm bringing around a comedian and a film crew that are making a documentary about me. That burger joint in Watford's never seen anything like it. Imagine the release forms the stag do. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going out trying to have a drink with your mate Dean. Next thing you know, you're, you're taking part in two TV shows. Yeah, that totally reinforces my view about Vinnie Jones as well. I can't think of a worse social situation to bring an unannounced plus one. Like, weddings are fine, birthdays are fine, but a plus one at a stag do. The groom would have excluded people far more important than the plus one that's coming along. Peter Fear is sat at home going, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like I told Phil Jupiter he couldn't come. <laughs> I find it astonishing that he's getting married during the season. Deep in winter as well, isn't it? Because it's dark. It's really dark. Yeah. It blows my mind you hear stories of footballers who have to sort of miss or cancel weddings or stag do's because of something that's happening at the tail end of a football season. And you just think, there is no more concrete scheduling of your time. Yeah than the football fixture season. So just don't book anything in prior to the FA Cup final. I I might be wrong on this, but as I remember, I mean, do I remember this right? But I think... Pavel Nedved had to rearrange his wedding because they got to the final of the uh, of Euro 96, the Czech Republic. No sympathy. It's totally your own fault. <laughs> Even if you weren't expecting to be there, just book it a week later. Yeah, it is an odd decision. But it, is it almost tempting fate in an attempt to try and make yourself get to the final? Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like betting on Donald Trump to be president. You're, you're trying to kind of you're trying to kind of play the odds to go. Oh, well, it'll be a great problem to have. Do you know what I mean? You're going... Yeah. It's actually the untold story of Euro 92. Seven of that Denmark team had their weddings booked for the final. That's the only (laughs) reason they won. They weren't even there, so you can only imagine... They weren't meant to be there. You can only imagine what what social occasions they had already booked in. Well, one of the Loudrops didn't go, did he, for that very reason? Didn't he? What? Because he what? He was getting married or something? I mean, that that might not be true. That might be an urban legend, but I'm fairly certain he turned down the call-up. I can't wait to uh, return... For the second half of this series of Quickly Kevin, with two, do I remember this right, sitting there. One about Pavel Nedved, the other about Michael Laudrop. Um, We will find out in due course. We will also find out uh, when we return. uh, We've had a lot of correspondence about the pools panel. We'll find out more about how they work, uh, which is a wonderful thing to uh, dig down into. Plus, we'll have lots of great guests. We'll have have a classic watch-along we're going to do another month uh, in uh, the 90s because that was such success. People were fans of that. People have submitted their months for selection. So if you do want to uh, put a month forward, which you think might be the best one of the 90s, do email us hello at quicklykevin.com. But there is plenty more Quickly Kevin to be had. We are putting a full episode out on Peter Shilton. The Peter Shilton story, we'll be reviewing that. Uh, we know. It lost to My Summer with Dez, but we couldn't source My Summer with Dez in time. But we have now sourced it. So that will be coming out, a review of that next month. Plus, we've got the Steve Bruce book, 
the fantastic striker with Ivo Graham. The latest chapter will be out next week on the Patreon as well. Plenty more content to be had over on the Quickly Kevin fan club. If you want to sign up and get access to all that and more, go over to patreon.com forward slash quickly Kevin. Thank you very much for listening. We're, uh, we're sorry that we're having this little mid-season break, but do not worry. We will come back with full strength. And also that means we'll take you all the way till Christmas. So we'll see you later next month. But to give you a little flavour of what you can expect on the Peter Shilton story, here's a little excerpt from this week's patron special. So you get talking heads throughout. So a lot of them are former footballers like Roy McFarland or um, like Mick Shannon, I think. Jimmy Greaves, who um, I'd say in a great kind of... um, What's it called where you make a mistake that's actually better than what you were going to say? A kind of Freudian slip. He tries to say about Peter Shilton's single-mindedness, yeah. but he just says his narrow-mindedness, which is absolutely perfect for anyone that follows him on Twitter. I had just written, narrow-mindedness, open brackets, Brexit, close brackets. <laughs> Can we talk quickly about um, the wedding footage? There's some really great wedding footage of Peter Shilton's marriage. Yeah, it looks like a kind of Lana Del Rey video, doesn't it? It's wonderful. But it, it like it's so of its time and so old that you're like... I can't believe that's Peter Shilton. That has to be Peter Shilton's dad, who looks a lot like Peter Shilton, because it's yeah. so iconically the sort of like seventies in terms of like the style of uh, dress and clothing, like the sideburns, the hair, and yet he was playing for England at that stage. And thirty years later, so he has gone through the seventies, he's gone through disco, he's gone through the new romantics, punk, and he's still there in nineteen ninety, a new order. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I wish Peter Shilton's look. Was like you know, like uh, when The Simpsons goes back, and Doctor Hibbert has always got yeah. like the whatever the time. <laughs> Doctor Hibbert has got the in vogue look. I wish Peter Shilton had been through all of the fashions. I'd love to have seen him as a punk, <laughs> as a new romantic, like in got in a way the Beckham sort of look and hair and style yeah, often reflected exactly. the, the the times. Shilton as each of the sort of cultural touch points of the seven. <laughs> if anyone wants to mock those up on Photoshop, we'll put them on our social media. Yeah, we want the hippie. For when he was going to the Mexico World Cup a mod yeah mod and then a punk and then a new romantic and then uh, a kind of Manchester (laughs) can I ask on that sorry while while we're on Peter Shilton's look what would you do if you had his hair it's quite tight curls, isn't it's it? It's such tight curls. It's a really difficult ball to play I think it was at its worst when we first came across him which seems to be the same length on every point of his head except the side. <laughs> like, so it's just the same length from front to back. <laughs> but, well, you know when he makes his debut, I think, was he playing for England, what is it, 1970, 1972? When he makes his debut, he's got quite long hair and like big butcher sideburns looking like um, Ollie Reed in Oliver. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got that kind of look. And actually he looks way older in 1972 than he does in 1990. He's not perming it, is he? Because it does seem like he's got less curl to it in the 70s. Well, everyone was. Wasn't Kevin Keegan famously perming his hair in there? But no, but I mean, it's more curled in the 90s. It's so tightly curled in the 90s. Do you know what? I'm looking at modern pictures of Shilton. His hair's not curly anymore. Is it not? Finally, we get round to talking about Peter Shilton's hair and what's going on. (laughs) Let me send you a picture. This is a modern... I'm going to send you a picture now. This is modern Peter Shilton. Oh, yeah, it's it's dead straight. And then if we look at... This is him... um, you want the Italian 90 hair? Well, I, was, I went for 1986. You can really see his curls in the in the sun. Yeah. Actually, look at this is... Uh, and, and another one here. This is probably 88. 
what's going on here? Peter Shilton has really straight hair now. Yeah. And really curly in his playing days. What about Peter Shilton England debut? This is mad. I sent you the picture of him making his debut. Look at this guy. So that's straight again. So I never knew this. That curly hair, is that curled? He's curling his hair. Is he curling his hair in the late 80s? Michael, I don't know if you can achieve that kind of curl, can you? I don't think you can. I, I think he's more likely to have been straightening it. And actually, in, in, in later life, it's the curls have just dropped out. That curl with the Maradona picture and the one after, that's not a perm, I don't think. I think that's probably close to what his natural hair is. Which is Peter Shilton's natural hair? That is one for Instagram. <laughs> it's like, quickly, Kevin, on Instagram. We'll put that up and we let the debate begin. What is Peter Children's natural hair consistency? Can I just say, my theory would be he's going to be less concerned with his appearance now than he would be in his 30s. So it's less likely that he's straightening his hair now and more likely yeah, he yeah. was curling it then, surely. I don't think he's straightening his hair now. Although, just to throw this out there, in the early 70s, that would have been when Peter Shilton was single, Right. Yeah. And then he's happily married in the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, so he doesn't care. So he doesn't care as much about his hair. He's letting it curl. <laughs> he's a closet curler. Is that what you're saying? He's <laughs> a closet curler. Do let us know. Hello at quicklykevin.com if you have any news on what Peter Shilton did with his hair. The person that uh, replied, please don't talk about Peter Shilton anymore. I mean, to say that we've now moved on to discussing his hair over time <laughs> must be a dagger to your heart. I do apologise. We won't be censored, mate. Don't even fucking try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of funny photos of Peter Shilton, there's one that crops up in this documentary that's astounding. Obviously, he's swapping his England place with that of Ray Clements in the 70s. That's still one of the maddest things that's ever happened. A timeshare on England goalkeeper. Timeshare, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. There's a picture that pops up in the documentary of the two of them leaning oh, wow. on each other across a road. So that was a little sample of the Peter Shilton story, Patreon special, available now for QK fan club members. As an extra little bonus this week, we are getting to the business end of our chapter-by-chapter read-along of Steve Bruce's seminal literary masterpiece, Striker. So here is just a little flavour of uh, chapter 11. One final question, and then we must break, I said. Michelle. She looked up at me. Her face, pretty, intelligent and innocent. Though I knew that of those attributes, the third didn't apply. Yes, Steve, I swear, from the provocative flash of her eyes, the flickering of her eyelashes, the twist of her lips, and the tone of her voice as she uttered those two words, with the stress on my name, that she was giving me the old come on. Is that (laughs) a sex thing? So so there's a, a pregnant young woman in his office being confronted by the father of her child, now openly flirting with middle-aged manager Steve Bruce. And this is in his mind, this is what he thinks well, is going on. Well, Michael, I have witnessed it many times. Which sportsman has not? Oh, right, think- sorry, I, I didn't realise you'd gone back to the book there. <laughs> <laughs> no stranger to the provocative flash of the eyes, Josh Riddicombe. <laughs> I've witnessed it many times. Which sportsman has not? And it can be obvious or subtle. Michelle wasn't being as subtle as I would have expected from a woman of her background and intelligence. And especially when her boyfriend, her lover until recently, was in the same room. Let me just say, he's got all that from Yes Steve. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much. I'm no actor or great flirt, 
But I don't know how much you can put into hey, Steve, or yes, Steve. <laughs> when you came here, you told Julie that the murder of Pat Duffy was the father of your child, right? What the hell, Martin blurted out. Hang on, Martin, I cautioned him. Isn't that what you said, Michelle? And if I did, she said petulantly, the veneer of sophistication was dissolving. It was a serious accusation, Michelle, and it wasn't true, was it? I had to gain entry somehow, Michelle said softly. I sighed deeply, out of physical and mental weariness, as well as from frustration. It was Wednesday evening, and I'd still not discovered who had killed Pat Duffy. I stood up and stretched. What? Imagine that. (laughs) What an image that is. Do you think he's stretching like a footballer before a game, sort of like testing his hamstrings? You know, those weird running movements. Or is it just a sort of like a tired arms? In my my head, it's a tired arm yawn. But obviously I'd prefer it that it's kind of... He's popped one leg on the desk and it's sort of like (laughs) leaning down, touching his toes. (laughs) I stood up and stretched. This wasn't easy, given my bruises. I told Martin and Michelle to try and sort things out together. I insisted there be no arguments or violence. I didn't want Martin in court on an assault charge. Not at any time. And certainly not with a Fulton game so close. It's nice. I gestured toward the door. Martin and Michelle stood up. I thought she was going to turn out to be the murderer for a minute. I mean, he's very quickly de-escalating and dismissing these people. Nothing has been resolved, really, here. Why is like, she wh- there? Why is he kicking them out so soon? Yeah, I- I'm so confused as to why she's there, because it- she's not there to reveal the murder. She's there to mm. harass Martin yeah. Harrison. And flirt with Steve, obviously. She did flirt with Steve, yeah. even though she's in the family way. Yes, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I gestured toward the door. Martin and Michelle stood up. In her case, with more agility than I would have expected from a woman so far gone with child. Still, what did I know of such things? My wife had remained remarkably fit and healthy while carrying each of our two children. Pregnancy is a normal condition, not an illness. Wow. (laughs) It's not the, the, the Steve Bruce quote that I want to be throwing around in my own personal life, really, that one. Be great if, uh... If Michelle, despite being in the family way, stood up and started doing stretching exercises more complex than Steve. (laughs) (laughs) The door closed behind the young couple. There was no need for Julie to leave the office. Martin knows his way around the club premises. I just hoped that he and Michelle would behave responsibly. If he were to beat her up or even strike her once or twice, (laughs) I would feel guilty. (laughs) If there's any risk of that, why not make sure? Why not ask one of your many employees to to, to at least keep an eye on them as they leave the premises? Yeah. Well, didn't he did like great grip her by the neck or something in the last chapter? Yeah. Did he like he roughed her up a bit? I would feel guilty if that man assaulted that pregnant woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just sent outside with him. <laughs> a pair of star-crossed lovers. I said to Julie. She looked surprised. That sounds clever, Steve. You have a way with words. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Old Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> Oh, I'd forgotten that. <laughs> a, a real top ten Barnes moment has just happened yeah. in real time. Old Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> Old Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> That's... I love... Also, let's not underrate, that sounds clever, Steve. <laughs> that is a phenomenal thing for someone to say. If you, if you say something, that sounds clever, Steve. You have a way with words, not me. Old Bill Shakespeare. Since when did you... 
when I was at school, I replied. Romeo and Juliet was a set text. You never cease to surprise me, she said. So when you reach home, you'll sit and read Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even what he said. He said he he remembers a very famous quote from school. Julie's easily. There's no implication that he's refreshing it. So when you reach home, you'll sit and read Shakespeare. Tonight, it'll be EastEnders on the telly, I said. And then a good night's sleep. I locked the office door as we left. See you in the morning, Julie said. One last thing. Get a message round to all the squad. Training tomorrow. <laughs> what? Of course it's training tomorrow. It's, it's Wednesday. Will do, said Julie. She's a good PA, and I knew I could rely on her. Yeah, that, as you say, it's, it's training unless otherwise specified, surely. Yeah. I don't understand what's happened to Julie there. She seems to have gone completely insane. Imagine the ring round at 6pm. 6, 6 oh, God, I bet that's about... I bet we're going to have to go training tomorrow. The fleet car was waiting round the back. I had no intention of being surrounded by press and others from the media. The driver jumped out, saluted smartly, and opened the door for me. Saluted. I know... T- <laughs> Like Air Force you guys have had chauffeur-driven cars, I'm sure, from gigs or to TV appointments. Have you ever been saluted by a driver like you're in A Few Good Men? No, no. I'd have, I'd if if it happened, I'd, I'd have, a, I'd have a word. I think afterwards to whoever booked yeah. it. So, I don't want to be ungrateful, but we could not have the salute next time. That would be fantastic. <laughs> What would you do if your dri- as you approached and your driver saluted you? I'd salute back, yeah. probably. Like, you, you, definitely. Everyone would, wouldn't they? Would, would they? It would just be a natural reaction. <laughs> if someone saluted, I think you would salute back. It would be a kind of... You'd think it was his version of hello. Do you know what I mean? I think I'd salute back. I, I don't know that I would. It's very awkward when you come out at the terminal of an airport... And everyone's getting met by their drivers, and it's just it's just salute city. <laughs> I can't tell who's saluting at home. <laughs> the driver jumped out, saluted smartly, and opened the door for me. I noticed he was wearing a peaked cap, like chauffeurs often wear. Generally, I don't like attention of this sort, whether from drivers, waiters, or anyone else. But on this occasion, completely fatigued in mind and body. A bit of pampering as well. (laughs) Pampering. It's not a spa treatment. (laughs) I've gone to Soho Farmhouse for the weekend. Do you know what I think I'll get? I think I'll get the couple saluting. (laughs) A hot stone salute. (laughs) Sometimes just to relax, I'll put on videos of those North Korean military marches and all saluting Kim Jong-un. Just light some candles. Nice charcoal face mask, foot rub. <laughs> An hour loop of people saluting at me just to really treat myself. <laughs> go let! Hit let! Hit let over the top! This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8am. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. 
Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.